This is M.I.P. With Masamela Mafuma. Mark Thompson. Get woke. Bet MGM has an unreal deal for sports fans in Virginia. Turn $5 into $150 instantly when you place your first wager at Bet MGM. Simply download the Bet MGM app and sign up using code CHAMPION150. Then, Place a $5 wager on any sport. You'll receive $150 in bonus bets, regardless of your wager's outcome. And if you think the fun stops there, the king of sportsbooks has plenty of surprises in store. Check out daily promotions, same game parlays, live bets, and so much more. Download the app in Virginia today and get $150 in bonus bets instantly from your first wager. Only at BetMGM. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Virginia only. New customer offer. Subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C. God bless you and good morning. A nation still reeling from the Roe v. Wade decision. As today at noon, Supreme Court Justice Ketanji Brown Jackson will be sworn in. Probably just before that time, a number of us will be demonstrating in front of the Supreme Court in reaction to the Roe decision. Also on yesterday, a prayer vigil at the Russian consulate for the release of Brittany Griner and also at the Russian embassy in Washington, D.C. One of the things that I said at the consulate here in New York at the prayer vigil is that now that we have seen the Supreme Court take away women's overall bodily autonomy, we can't fight for the freedom of all women's bodies and ignore the freedom of one particular woman's body, that of Brittany Griner's. Last week, I had the honor of participating in the National Newspaper Publishers Association's annual convention celebrating 195 years of the black press. Reverend Dr. Benjamin F. Chavis Jr., no stranger to the show, the president of the NNPA. But I took the opportunity since the convention occurred, actually the last day of the convention occurred when the Supreme Court road decision was made. I took the opportunity to talk to some of the black women publishers, women publishers of our black newspapers here in America. took the opportunity to get their reactions to the road decision from African-American women's perspectives. We do know that when it comes to reproductive choice, often African-American women are significantly, if not disproportionately, affected. My name is Dr. Dolores Smothers, and I am with Speaking Out News in Huntsville, Alabama. Your reaction to the Supreme Court road decision? I think it is a travesty for women, uh, especially women of color, uh, because we have 
a lot of other things that are coming against us and Roe versus Wade. Taking uh, a, a, a stance like that is trying to tell us what to do with our bodies, and they're not doing it for men. And then we have young girls uh, in different situations. We don't know what will happen to them. There's incest. There's rape. Uh, there's all other obstacles is going to affect uh, money or is going to other uh, states or other countries uh, to do this. Uh, their lives may be in danger. So it's a lot of things that will affect us as uh, far as Roe versus Wade. I mean, it's just not just this, uh, but it's, it's everything. My name is Tara Alicia Sanders. I'm with the Capital Outlook out of Tallahassee, Florida. Welcome. Thank you for being here at the NNPA. Your reaction to the SCOTUS Roe ruling? Well, um, I guess I expected it. I'm still disappointed. But this is the main reason why um, elections on a state level matter. Mm -hmm. um, so we've got to get out. We've got to um, put people in place on a state level so that women won't completely lose their right to control what they do with their own bodies. Please tell the audience your name and your publication. Paris Brown, The Baltimore Times. And you? Rosetta Perry, The Tennessee Tribune. All right. Um, Sister Paris, your reaction to the SCOTUS Row ruling? Um, I'm saddened by it, and um, it has a lot of repercussions. We, we talk about privacy, but now we're also going to talk about the safety. And I'm talking about not only the safety of women, um, doctors, and, it, 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 and those who um, perform abortions, right? And so um, I think that we need to be concerned about increase in violence, about those who choose to exercise their right. How about you, uh, Mr. Perry? It's just disgusting to me, and I don't know what it will do to our future generations. So we'll just have to wait and see and develop a method to deal with it. You all think African-American women will be disproportionately affected? I think that... Um, I know we had this discussion earlier. It is not just African American women. It may look like that on the surface, mm -hmm. but it affects all women. Mm -hmm. uh, so no, it's it's not just us. And again, like my colleague said, it's going to be a wait and see. We have no idea the impact and effect this will have on um, American women. I'm going to say it like that, and that's just Afri not just African American women. You you agree? Definitely agree. Please tell us your name and the publication you're from. Uh, Chelsea Davis Bibb. I'm the associate editor for African American News and Issues. All right. And what city is that in? Houston, Texas. All right. Houston represented up here strong in the NNPA. Yes. Your reaction to the SCOTUS road decision? It's very sad. Um, it's frustrating. It's upsetting. Um, it definitely takes us back and it stifles the progress that women have made over the last hundreds of years. Um, some things are not about left and right. It's about what's right and what's wrong. And for this decision to be overturned by the Supreme Court Justice, I'm infuriated. Mm. Um, so I just, I, I challenge all women to come together. I challenge all men too to come together. Uh, this is a time where we need collaboration and we need everybody's voices to speak up and to continue to fight for what's right. Do you think this is going to disproportionately affect African-American women, particularly young African-American women, and are young African-American women is, is going to be passionate about this, you think? 
Um, yeah, I do. I do think so. Um, actually, just women of all. Um, but specifically speaking for women of color, sometimes we don't have access to adequate resources or uh, doctors, um, things of that nature. Um, it's just it's so much going on in the world, and we need to we need to research, we need to be informed, um, and we need to talk about certain things. I think there's a lot of things that we we don't talk about, um, especially in our culture and in our community. Um, things that we need to share to our youth so that they can grow up and be informed, and and not because if we don't provide them the information, we're enslaving our future, and that's something that we can't afford. I am from Omaha, Nebraska. My name is Terry Sanders, and I'm from the Omaha Star, the only black newspaper in the state of Nebraska. All right, amen. Thank you for, for that, and thank you for your yes, service. Thank your you. reaction to the Supreme Court road decision. You know what? I think it's a travesty. It is an invasion on women. Um, it was put in place for a reason, and now they have just turned it upside down. But the question is, what's next? Mm-hmm. You think black women will be... Uh, uh, overtly or disproportionately affected by it? Oh, of course. Aren't mm-hmm. we always disproportionately affected by whatever goes on? Yeah. Yes, yes we ma'am. are. Here with Frances Murphy Draper of the Baltimore Afro. Her mom, as I've said before, gave me my first job in journalism at the Washington Afro. So God bless her and good to see you as always. Uh, bad news today. Your reaction to the SCOTUS row ruling? Well, I really think that Every individual has a right to control his or her own body, and it's not a government function. Mm-hmm. Regardless of my stance on abortion, it's not really about abortion. It's about the rights that we have, because that opens the door for other things like Brown versus Board, the Miranda Law, other things that will open up that can be reversed so easily just because six of nine people decide for millions of people. My name is Tanya Milton, and I'm with the Savannah Tribune in Savannah, Georgia. Your reaction to the road decision? My reaction was Clarence Thomas. Mm. He's from Savannah, Georgia, too. That's right. Ooh. Yeah. You know him? Not personally, but I'm in love with his mother. But, you know, has it, as it be that as it may, um, it's pretty brutal. And you talk about, you know, you talk about being right and being fair and doing the right thing. Um, I don't think it was a good decision. That's something that's been in place for as long as it's been in place. And you come and you overturn it. For what? What's the reason for that? So is it a political ploy? Um, But now, if you want to talk about pro-life or against pro-life, I believe in prevention. You know, so if you, you know, because this thing is about a woman's body. So we ought to have some say on that. So my say on that is prevention. So I don't have to make that decision because for me, this is for me now. For me, that decision would weigh on my head very heavily because I would be. I would be, I would feel some kind of way, you know, and you do things. I think a lot of these decisions, um, having an abortion, I don't know that the the entire thought of having an abortion is thought out thoroughly. When you realize, because I have a daughter, so this is probably my stand. My daughter's had two uh, miscarriages and a stillborn, and we still don't have a baby. Mm-hmm. So for somebody who would have an abortion, 
don't think about those who can't have a baby. And I just, that I'm probably a little biased about that. I've, I, but again, my, my, my feeling is that prevention is better than you having, if not rape and that kind of thing, incest and that kind of thing. I would want somebody to support me on my decision if I decided to have a baby, if I decided to have an abortion. And this law now is going to be up to the states. I do believe that we have a governor that will probably stand by it. The, the, the Supreme Court said, mm-hmm. "Yeah, mm-hmm. Oh, Lord, yeah." Um, now you mentioned you love Clarence's mother. You know her? Did you know her? Mm-hmm. I know her well. So, okay, then help us understand what's what's wrong with him. what's going on. I don't know what happened to him in his transition. In his, and he was a smart young man, very well educated, and I don't know how he just came out of where he's his humble beginnings, which was rural in the country, kind of living, to come to the point where he is right now, and his stand on that. Um, I I just don't get it. I don't know what happened to him in his transition. Something went wrong. Something totally went wrong, Um, because I could not live with a woman that he lives with who made the decisions that she made and talks openly about it, about the January 6th. Uh, so, I don't know what, what happened to him. I don't know what went wrong. But something definitely went wrong because he had he had great upbringings. Great upbringings, and he was surrounded with people that thoroughly supported his him and his education. But. Chair of the Board of the National Newspaper Publishers Association, Karen Carter Richards, your reaction to the Supreme Court road decision? Unbelievable, that's all I can say. Mm-hmm. Um, what next? It seems to keep turning the clock backwards. And I think it's going to be up to the black press to make a strong statement in response to this decision. Transformative Justice Coalition founder, attorney Barbara Arnwine, your reaction to the Supreme Court road decision? If it's anything like the draft, one of the most evil things about the draft decision was the way it betrayed black women, the way it portrayed black women and betrayed us because it was using, you know, uh, Brown versus Board. It was using black women's uh, being discriminated against in the reproductive movement in its early years uh, to try to justify this evil decision that will harm not only all women, but people don't understand the impact it's going to have on the entire economy. Because women do so much of our work, especially our part-time work, the the quote gig jobs and all of that. People don't understand what it means if you make a woman bear a child who she can't afford or who she's emotionally and psychologically unable to care for, what does that do to a society? Uh, so, And black women, we already have the worst burdens of working, we have the lowest wages, we have the worst jobs, and now all of a sudden we don't get to make a decision about our, about what we do with our body and about, uh, you know, we can be forced to bring a rape child to term, that we're going to be forced 
to bring uh, incest babies to term. Girls, girls, girls are being raped and they're going to be forced to have children who they aren't even prepared to because they're a child themselves. This is a nightmare, people. But worse than that, as a lawyer, it's a destruction of the canon of law. Maybe because this is a result-oriented court. They're not applying legal principles. But worse than that, they're assaulting everything that's not in the Judeo-Christian mode. Because now they're talking about going after gay marriage. Now they're talking about going after contraceptives, period. This is all about wanting to make sure there's more white babies, right? Mm -hmm. Uh, All of this, ultimately, that's what it's about, even though they use black women to front us. Uh, I also think that we got to be careful because they're going after, you know, every single unenumerated right, including, as they have said already, loving versus Virginia. Mm -hmm. They want to outlaw interracial marriage. So people are just not paying attention. Don't think just because it doesn't impact you right now, because you're too old to have babies or you're a man, all the rest of this. Don't think this is about just a woman's choice. It's about societal freedom and how a society treats every one of its members with human dignity. You, you alluded to the language in the draft. I haven't read the opinion, but I do know yes. that the opinion rendered today does quote uh, uh, Plessy. Uh, and it, and it justifies Plessy said, well, Plessy was a mistake. So Roe was a mistake. But the, the two are not the same. And, not and, at and, all. And, False equivalencies. Yes. Yeah, yeah. And isn't it true that even, that even with Plessy, the Brown decision, it, it, Plessy was changed after research. There was yes. there was data and analytics that was brought forward to show the effect of separate but equal being inherently unequal. This is just them doing what they want to do. There's no evidence, no no data, nothing to show but any also, negative impact from Roe. Also, but also, you know, but also, slavery was a criminal act. Mm. Uh, segregation, which uh, was a just an offshoot of slavery, was a criminal act. I mean, there this you know segregation served no humane purpose. Mm-hmm. It segregated and punished people. Roe is about a woman's right to her own private decisions over her body. Totally different issues. It's not trying to tell other people what they got to do. It's just saying for each woman she has the right to make a choice. But Plessy said it didn't matter what you wanted as your choice. If you were black, you better be segregated. It's a whole different issue. It's false equivalencies because they can't justify what they've done. It's totally inhumane and wrong. And it's not only patriarchal. I don't care if Amy Barrett voted for it or not because she is a patriarchal woman. And these are just, you know, we got to realize that this confrontation in our society between those of us who have an expansive view of justice and a multiracial society and these people who want to keep going backwards to what they hope is a 1950s framework that we're on a collision course. Thanks for getting woke and listening to Make It Plain. As always, perform an act of kindness on behalf of an elder or young person. Write a letter to a sister brother who just so happens to find her or himself incarcerated. Offer libations to the ancestors upon whose sturdy shoulders we all now stand. And above all, 
Give thanks to the God of your understanding by whatever name you call her and him. All God asks of us is that we give each other love. Thanks for giving MIP love. And please remember to subscribe and give us a five-star rating. If all hearts and minds are clear, it has been made plain.